Well, I'll try not to keep you long. I really will. Who's giggling? I didn't look up see that. And I'm not going to because I'll have to scold ever who that was. But I think I recognize that giggle. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm nearer done than I was a little bit ago. I'm nearer done now than I was. Amen. 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 Now, I, I do. I, I really, uh, really just want to share a few thoughts tonight. Uh, I, I really believe this tonight. I, I believe I've just been sensing that the Lord's just been doing some really great things. And, and uh, I just sense that this, this is a season of opportunity. That's, that's, I do. I believe that it's a season of opportunity. When I say that, I know that's always possible. That's always the case with God. But but ever now and then, there's those things that come along that, and I've been I've been in it long enough, been around it long enough. And I know it, 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 it's not always this way. You know, there's these off seasons of opportunity, if you if you will, that 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 just God can do great things. How many some some things are just on timing. Some things are just on God's timing. Uh, there's, there's all kind of there's all kind of scriptures that back at it, the story of the children of Israel. You know what? They were to go into the, the, the to the promised land that day, and and twelve hours later, twelve hours later, when they decided they would, they couldn't. And how many know it was forty years then? It's all about time, and 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 I'm very sensitive to that. I understand that, and, and I'm just thankful for for I, I just sense this season. Of opportunity. That's that's what I really want to talk to you about. Season of opportunity. I want to read you read you a couple of scriptures to uh, uh, to go with that, and then uh, uh, some some other things along the way. But uh, uh, in the First Corinthians chapter sixteen, I want to give you these two verses. Chapter sixteen, verse eight and nine. Verse eight and nine. You can stand if you want. Then we'll just we, I don't I want to keep you standing. Just two verses, and then. Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll ask the Lord just to bless it because we don't praise it. We'll ask the Lord to bless it, and then we'll move on. But listen, of course, Paul, Paul, Paul was, was talking about wanting to, to, to come to, to, to Macedonia or what have, have you. But, but he says this. He says this. He, he says, but I'm going to tarry at Ephesus. Until, I mean, at this particular time, Paul had been doing a great work at Ephesus. He'd been some three years or so probably into it. And, and although he was ready to move on, wanting to move on, he, he knew that it was about to get, even at this time, a season of opportunity was coming even at Ephesus. Yeah. And he sensed that. And, and this is what he says. I'm going to tarry, I'm going to tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. And then this, this is what he says. For a great door and effectually is opened unto me. Now, and there are, how, how many know with every opportunity, every open door, there are many or much. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Bless it, and you'll get the glory, the praise, and the honor. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord again. Amen. Amen. I thank the Lord tonight. Amen. Amen. You, you, you can be seated tonight, and uh, just keep that thought in your mind, because I really believe that. Uh, I like the way the scripture brings that out. There's this effectual door that's open. In other words, there's a powerful opportunity. That's really what that means. There's a power. And I've, I've sensed that. Now, let me just say this right up front. Uh, this open door, this opportunity. I'm not here tonight, and I think most of you know that, but for, for you that might not, I want to I 
now. I'm not here just to hype something up. I'm not into that. I'm way now. At one time, I might try to hype it up, but I'm way past. I'm way past trying to hype up because, I mean, I'm hyped up enough anyway. <laughs> but 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 I'm just not into that. And so I want you. It's not. It's, it's not just. And, and I guarantee you, if, if you've been in church long, you've heard these hyped up messages on. There's an open door. You know, God's. And and that's usually true. It's it's a good. It's a great message. It feels good. It makes you makes you kind of like yeah, 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 yeah. But that's not what this is about. This is really about. This is deeper. This much more. It, it's about. It's about this powerful opportunity that is before us. And I, I wouldn't stand up here tonight and, and even try to insinuate it if I truly didn't believe with all my heart. This church, you as a people, this season we're in. And, and who knows? Maybe it's the coming of Christ. Maybe the Lord's coming. Maybe, maybe this is this is part of the NY. I'm, I'm not saying it is, but I'm surely not saying it ain't. No man knows that hour. I'm not trying to do that, but I'm just saying maybe that is it. But I'm sensing, I'm really sensing something much deeper, much deeper. And there is, there's just such opportunity that, that I feel like it's been, been coming and been coming and been building and been building and just been building over these last, you know, few, few months really or a year, actually a year, maybe even longer than that. But it, it seems like it's heightened. And I, I put this, I put this out there the other day. I believe, I believe this church is just right on the edge of, of great revival. I do. I believe that. I wouldn't say that. You've never heard me say that unless I believe it. I don't, I don't know that I've ever said that, but I believe that. I really do. Just right on that edge. And I believe that's the opportunity. That's the season that we're at. And I do believe, I do believe that God is opening doors. I do. Not, not for the hype, not for the build-up, but for what lies ahead. He's opening doors. They're, they're coming open. And there's some doors that's coming open in this season. The reason I'm bringing all that out tonight, really, and, and want to even speak it tonight, is, is for you and for me, for this church, to, 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 to be uh, uh, built up in such a way or, or, or even... Ready for them, whatever the opportunities God God affords us. Whatever comes, whatever comes next, whatever it is He wants to do, that, that we're that we will not miss it. Because He wants to open some 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 of you might be locked behind some doors tonight. That that's really where this is going. Some of you might be locked behind some doors tonight. And and, and there's no you, you don't even you don't you wouldn't be ready for the opportunity should it even arrive. Should it even come? Well, I want to talk to you about a few things tonight. I feel like that the, some of the doors that, 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 that the Lord is going to open, and, and, and I'm going to bring them out in such a way tonight that we'll be built up, we'll be in such a way that we will be ready. Yeah. There's this, this first one I want to talk to you about tonight. It, it, it's really in John, and, and of course it, it's, it's John, 9, John 20, verse 19. You can go there if you want, Kayla. I'm going to talk about it just a minute before I get there. Of course, this is, this is the resurrection scene. Jesus, Jesus had arose that morning, the third day. Somebody ought to say hallelujah. He had arose, he had arose that, that morning. Of course, the, there was a few of, of, of the ladies who had had super good faith, and they, they were the only ones, and they, they were there. They greeted, they already knew all this and, and what have you. And, and as this 
this other this other group of this is a group of disciples. These group of disciples, they're 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 back. They're back in this 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 room. They're back in this place. And listen, the same day at evening of the resurrection, that evening being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear. They, they were shut. And really, 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 if, if, they, if they were scared, they was probably locks involved. Yeah. And it had been a scary time. I, I'm not disputing that. And I'm not sure I maybe would have handled it any different. For, for They were crucifying their leader three days ago. Now, here's what I want to tell you about that. Ain't it kind of ironic? This season that they were in, ain't it kind of ironic that, that, that Jesus had arose, but they were missing the whole season. They were missing the whole thing that was going on. Ain't it kind of ironic? He had arose, but they're locked in a room. They're locked away. The, the door shut, locked up. Let me just tell you something. There, there was a fear factor. Let me tell you something. We will miss. We will miss so much. I, I'm going to preach it tonight or something. I'm going to preach it, teach it or something. But we will miss so much. So many opportunities locked behind our doors of fear. So many things will get left so many things will we'll be in that place and not even realize. We'll totally miss, be oblivious to. I mean, Christ is out walking the streets. And they're, they're, they're fearful. Locked away. I just want to tell you tonight, I believe that tonight. Fear, there's a fear factor. Factor. There, there, that, that it, it takes when, when, when there is great opportunity. I want you to get that because that's what I really believe. When there is, it, it takes great courage. I've never seen a good or, or any opportunity that was worth anything. But it didn't take a certain amount of courage. A certain amount to step out or to step through or to say or to commit or to grab on to it or, or, or to, to go after what, what, whatever the scenario is. It takes a certain amount of that. I believe that. I don't know why we're scrabbling and bugging. The wrong end there. Let me grab down here and hold tight. <laughs> Amen. But think about it. Think about it tonight. May, may, maybe, may, maybe even sometimes. Sometimes we're afraid. We're afraid of even what what our family, what others, what coworkers, <laughs> what what others might think or, or might say or might think we're weird. Yeah. Maybe so much so that we won't even share. We won't share our faith with words. You know. How we, how we get out of that? Well, I'm living in the Lord. Come on, that that's code for I'm locked behind this door of fear, and I don't want to use words. Come on, that's just code. But what opportunity? I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid to give, to give freely and liberally and lovingly because I, I may need. I'm just rattling on here, but I'm, I'm, I'm fearful. I'm, 
I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to, 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 uh, of, of using my gifts or my talents or, or what God's give me because I'm afraid I'll fail. Afraid I'll fail. Since I, I've come tonight, I've come tonight to, 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 to tell you, to tell you, to, to, we got to, if we're going to be ready for the opportunity that is before us, this great, powerful door. You can't be locked behind this door here. They were locked behind a shut in, shut in, fearful. Fearful because they were fearful of getting killed. Maybe you're fearful of being rejected. Maybe you're fearful of more pain or more ostracization or, or more or more more ridicule or, or more mocking or, or what will they say or what will they think. We've all been that. If, if you're here tonight, I just want to let, let up on you a little bit. We've all been fearful. At something, somehow, some way, some shape. I ain't saying you are now. I'm just saying there's been times. Amen. And, and, and it, 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 it locks us away. It locks us. Sometimes you gotta, you got you to gotta take another chance. Take another shot. Try it again. It didn't go so good that time. I wonder if there's anybody in here tonight. They stepped out. I'm just feeling it. They stepped out. I'm in the flow. They ste- you stepped out, you stepped out, you stepped out. And you know what? It didn't go so well. Now, you've locked yourself back. And I know you're trying to protect yourself. But you're missing so many opportunities. You're missing so much. How, how, how many in here has ever said, said, I'll never try that again. God prodded, God poked, God pushed for you to do it, do it, do it. And you finally did, and, but it just didn't go the way. Paul was at Ephesus three years, and it just wasn't going the way. He said, you know what, I'm going to hang on in here until Pentecost. Come on, somebody. There's just this great, powerful door. There's this big opportunity. This big opportunity coming. Can't be locked behind those. We will miss so much. Close and we lock the door, or at least portions of our life. Or you still may be the same in some portions, but but in the portions that maybe be very effective and very powerful, we lock ourselves away. Amen. I'm gonna say something. Uh, the first few times I preached, it didn't go so well. Somebody would say it probably is still not going real well, preacher. You should stay at it. You should work at that. I do, I do, I really do. I work at it. I do. But it didn't go so well a time or two. A time or two, I, I was like, I think I, I think I missed this. Come on. Amen. And, and we locked it. If we ain't careful, we'll lock certain portions of our life away. And, and it's really out of self-preservation. Amen. I'm never going there again. Never going to try that again. Well, here's the cool thing. 
about this verse before we move to the next one. Here's the two sayings. The story says, the story says that they were locked away, assembled for fear of the Jews, and, and comma came Jesus. Jesus came and stood in the midst and said to them, peace. <laughs> oh, I love it. Coming to me, I love it. It's like it's not even, it's like, let me just tell you something. I, by this, 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 this language, here's what I see. And like I said, I'm going to read into this a little bit. So you, I'm just telling you that. So you'll know this is kind of my reading into it. But it, with this, the way this language plays out, here's what I see. Jesus ain't too worried about your feelings. Peace. Come on, come on. I, I said, I said, the great opportunity. And Jesus ain't too worried about because he's got, he can come in the midst of that. And I've been seeing that. I've been seeing that over these last little bit. Somebody's getting it. Maybe not everybody. Somebody. Yeah. And he's been bringing this peace that's been common to us. He's been opening locked doors. He's been opening locked doors. And you know it. You're further now than you was. You may not be exactly where you want to be, but you're further down the road. someone that's in here tonight, maybe, who's, who's locked away, fortunately in their life because, because of their hurt, their failure, let go. I would say, please, get that back. Jesus. Jesus. Unlocked doors. So, so, so you got to get to that place. And we're going to have time at the end, but you got to get to that place if you're going to be ready for this season. Because let me tell you what, God's going to use everybody. God's going to use everybody. He has been, but He's going to. It's going. It's going to step it up. It's going to step it up. God's using this. He's going to use this whole body. And that means you too, Adam. That means y'all too. I know y'all just got here two weeks ago, but guess what? Hey, somebody thank the Lord. Hey, I know you just give your heart to the Lord and deliverance and all that stuff on Sunday, but I'm going to tell you, guess what? <laughs> you are qualified. Amen. 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 I believe that tonight. I believe that. So, so that's the first place. The second place I want to go tonight, me and Keith, we got to talk about it a little bit ago. Uh, there's a message for you, but the second place is in Acts 16. In Acts 16, uh, you'll remember the story. Uh, Paul and Silas, they had been ministering and, and journeying and, and doing a great work. And because they were in this town and they were, they were doing a great work. And, and this little this little maiden uh, that was uh, possessed with the devil, been following him around, been following him around, been following him around, done aggravated Paul and Silas to death. Paul been pretty good about it, I think. You know, he, he hadn't went off. He hadn't, he hadn't blistered nobody. He hadn't, 
defense, went off the defense, and, seen, and he just allowed it to kind of go on and go on and go on and go on and go on. And finally, finally, he just couldn't take it no more. I believe he doesn't have about had enough of that aggravation. And all, he just said, you know, devil, get out. Get out. And the devil got out. And, of course, she was being used for money, for fortune-telling, lottery picks, who's going to win the race, how to bet. They were making money off of her. And how many know something? You mess with somebody's pocketbook, it's going to make them mad. Yes, they took, took money right out their, their hand, and, man, they mad now. And they brought them into the inner city, and, of course, they all mad at them. And, and the story goes something like this. Of course, they, they whipped them, and they beat them, and, and then they put them into the innermost part of the jail, locked them up, probably, probably a sewer. That's what I've always read, and probably, in a, uh, probably knee-deep or worse of a sewer. But in the innermost part of this dungeon, and, and there's this statement, and I'm going I'm to go there first in 37, where it says that, that Paul said unto them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned. I want to stop right there because this is, in, this is important for where we're at tonight because I, I believe this about, about these doors. Just as much as fear had a play in some, I believe this has a, just as much a play in them because because sometimes sometimes we're locked behind when when life has not been fair. When life just hasn't been fair, or life treated me unfairly, and and that's really what they, that's what Paul was really bringing out in this story or in this particular verse. That they, how many know they've been serving God. They've been, they've been casting out devils. They've been doing good things. They've been leading thousands to Jesus Christ. They've been doing God's work. And, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they're, they're treated unfair, unjustly, put in jail unjustly, without cause. Unfair. Treated wrong. This is not fair. See, this, this locks a lot of good people up. When they wasn't treated, boy, I'm feeling the Holy Ghost right here. When they wasn't treated fair, you know what I mean. I've heard people say this. I've been paying my tithes and everything. I, I come two Sundays in a row. I put. I listened to you for an hour and a half last Sunday. Sometimes, sometimes it's, and we like, and you know what? This this stops us from the open doors, from the great possibilities, great opportunities. When, when we get into the place that we decide, you know what? That just that just they was doing ministry, and this thing didn't go right. 
but it just didn't got got, got treated unfair. Didn't get treated the way that, and that locks the, the shuts it down. Don't you remember Jeremiah? Jeremiah had that same experience in Jeremiah twenty and nine. Remember, he'd been he'd been preaching like fire. He'd been preaching preaching it good. He'd been telling everything about God, and and, and he doesn't. He finally got tired of getting mistreated and not getting treated fairly. And he finally got tired. Remember, that's in Jeremiah twenty and nine. He said, he said, I'm not even going to talk. I'm not even going to speak your name anymore. That's it. That's why. See, he's shutting her down. How many of y'all ever felt like shutting it down when you weren't treated exactly fairly? So shut her down. Oh, I'm not preaching at you. I've been there. I've shut her down a few times. And Cindy said, you're the pastor. You have got to go. She said, you got to go. I said, I'm not going. I thought it though. <laughs> that old Keith and Paul, somebody will be there. <laughs> somebody. Amen. Shut her down. Shut her down. That's what Jeremiah was going to do. Of course, in Jeremiah's story, he said, Remember, that's where we got that famous verse where he said, It's like a fire. I tried to say, I said I wasn't going to talk about him no more. I said I wasn't going to do this no more. But this fire, this fire, that's what happens to me. This fire. I used to, I used to uh, pick because I, I, I had a hard time because I'd wear myself out on Sundays. And, and I've always struggled on Monday. I've always just been, I just like, been like this. I've always told Keith I felt like a movie on Sunday. I just told him I was just like brain dead on Monday. And it seems like something. If I'm going to have a struggle with something, it's always on Monday. It's always on Monday. And I used to, I used to have this, this little joke. I, used to, I don't even say it no more because it's, it's just a bunch of bull. But I used to have this little joke. I used to say, you know what, I, 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 I always quit on Monday. But it's okay because I know Tuesday's coming. This fire! I know, t- and I, I mean, I don't even say it no more because I know Tuesday's coming. I'm like, I've even said, I said this, I say this now. I don't really feel good today, but Tuesday's coming. Tuesday's coming. Amen. Amen. But, but, but that was what he was struck. Behind this door, these doors, uh, uh, it's just not fair. It's not fair. It's unfairness. But here, here is the cool thing about this story. Coolest thing. And you can go back to verse 22. We'll, we'll just read through that. Verse 22 of Acts 16 or whatever I give you. I don't know how much of it I give you. 22 through 26, that's what I expect to give you. Yep, the multitude rose up together against him, and the magistrates rent off their clothes, commanded to beat them. They beat them. And when they had laid many stripes on him, they cast him into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. And and who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the innermost and made their feet fast in stocks and at midnight. And I know you know this story. Have you ever been in a Pentecostal church in your life? This story here has been preached, maybe. It's so awesome, though. It's so applicable. You can use it for anything. At midnight, and the reason I really am highlighting midnight, midnight, because that, that's, we know that's the darkest darkest of the dark. That's when it's at its height. 
That's when it's the unfairness was as black as it could be. Now, I don't know what would have been going on if it had been, you know, you or you or you in that prison at midnight. I don't know if unfairness would have ruled and took over and we went to sulking, went to self-pity, went to anger, went to bitterness, went to, well, God, what in the, oh, I do a lot of that, oh. complaining without using words. Oh. That way you can't really get me legally for complaining. I know God can because he knows my heart, but you can't. Oh. Oh. I'm good at that. Oh. That's Cindy. Take out the trash. Oh. Start my car. Oh. Take your boots off. Oh. Probably, I expect I'd had some of that at one time, or probably before, a little bit, a little bit after. But, but, but I love the way this story goes. It so it, it so tells us how to prepare us. Because I want to tell you something. I want to tell you something. I guarantee you, there's going to be more unfairness. This world is not fair. There's nothing fair about it. This world ain't nothing but it. That's the great thing about the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is just the hope and the promise that all the injustice and all the unfairness is settled, baby. It's done. It's settled. It's not going to stay this way. Jesus is going to square this thing up soon and very soon. He's going to make everything right that's wrong. It's going to all level out. Amen. There's going to be more. It's not fair. You, you might serve God with all your heart and all your passion that somebody else won't, and, and, and they get better than you. What are you going to do? Go shut it down? Miss the opportunity? Miss, miss, miss what's coming? Ah! What are you going to do? Well, I'll tell you what they knew. They knew what they knew the opportunity. Of this, they knew there was opportunity yet coming. Knew there was more. Yes, sir. Yes. Knew there was more. Knew there was more. At midnight, Paul and Silas. How you like that? I know we've read this. I know. I try to read everything like it's the first time. It's hard. It's hard. That's why I always get the new Bible every every year. I get a new Bible every year, so I ain't got old notes. Because I'll cheat on you sometimes. I don't want to study quite. I'll read my old notes. I'll, I'll get a new Bible because so I try to do it fresh. Do it fresh. And I just try, try to get, get a hold of this. Can you imagine that? It's midnight. They have been treated so unfair, so unjust. And, and here's, I, can, I don't know how it went. I'm just thinking that they're in there. And, and Paul goes, you want to sing a song? Tyler's like, I don't know you want to. What's that song that Lindsay girl sing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's, God's been so faithful. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that Lindsay girl that sings that song. God, God's been so faithful. 
Man, let's sing that, Paul. You have been Look what happens. Look what happens. Look what happens. Good Lord. Come on. Next verse. Next verse. Look what happens. Look what happens. Next verse. And suddenly, suddenly there was this great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately all the doors, all the doors, did you get that? Not just theirs. I come to tell you something. Opportunity. My God, if at midnight, even when you've been treated unfair, if you can find that song. Oh, my life, God, you have been faithful. Whatever your song is. Not only does your doors, it affects everybody. Hey, it affects, every, it affects everybody around you. Everybody, grandparents, it affects everybody. Everybody, all the doors, all the bands, everything was loose. Everyone, everyone, everyone's doors. I know you got a raw deal. I guarantee you did. If you went to, let me just go and put it right here. If you've been in church anywhere, you've got a raw deal problem. But God didn't give you a raw deal. God gave you a good deal. Amen. I know it's been raw. You don't shut it down. You don't never, ever shut it down. Never do you stop. Never do you quit. Amen. Amen. You don't repay evil with evil either. Ever. Vengeance is his saith the Almighty, it's His, it's His. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you've been so, so good. Your job is safe. It is safe. Amen. I wish we could remember that. That's what's going to have us ready for what God is doing. Because you're going to get some raw deal. Paul, listen, life looks like it gave you a raw deal a few months back. got four and I'm going to run out of time so I'm going to cut it off to three this is your lucky day you'll get home by 10 o'clock this way the new people are saying like Jesus God <laughs> no 
last slide. I'll go to 2 Corinthians, uh, Tyler. 2 Corinthians chapter 2. Chapter 2. I want you to see this story here. This is kind of playing out as well. First, first, and I'm not going to backhash or anything, but let's just, just, just look at the story real quick. Furthermore, when I came, this is Paul again, and I, I don't really know how you say some of these words, and you, you figured that out. I'm just, every time we got some fairly new people, I always try to tell everybody that I, I can't speak English, much less Greek. But, but furthermore, when we came, ever how you say this, Troas, Tros, Booth, I don't know. I don't know how you say that. Troas, Troas, Troas. Oh, furthermore, when I came to Troas, Paul says, to preach Christ's gospel. Listen, listen. Adore. Listen. This is going to be important to you. It's not going to be like the other two did. This is probably going to be a one of one of me did. A door was opened. Who, who opened it? The Lord. When I come there to preach, and come to, to take full advantage of the opportunity. I come, I come to do business, man. I, I went to I went to do God's work. This don't, what more could you want? I'm I'm not wanting you to get that. What more could you want? God's working ahead of you. God's up on the front end. That's what you're going for. It's kind of like when we go to preach, Keith. We pray, Lord, you go ahead. You open hearts. You let it be graced, anointed. Use me. Don't don't let me be dumb and foolish like I normally am and ruin anything. And 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 use it, God. And and and, and poor Paul can get that. He can see that man. This thing is wide open. Open for business. And you get a sense. I know all the preachers in here. You get a sense sometimes. You can tell. You can tell sometimes. Each church service. You can tell. This thing's wide open. This, uh, this is good. The door is open. And then sometimes it's like, man, there's just nobody home. I'm just being honest. I'm just being Sometimes it's like that. It's like, we here, but we ain't here. Amen. And, and, and whatever the things be and all that. But anyway, it's wide open. Verse 13. Listen, listen, though. Listen to what Paul said. I've never seen this before. I don't know. I'm sure the others have, but I've never seen this. Paul says there was a door right over. But listen, listen. Paul, Paul, Paul said, I, I ain't got no peace in my heart. I ain't got no rest. I, I, I'm, in my spirit, I'm, I'm anxiety and stress, and I'm all twisted up. Huh? I, I, and, of course, we see why. He's worried about Titus, worried about him. Got him thrown off. Got him like me and Lisa, they're squirreling. Doors wide open. Our minds over here with Titus. I'm all stressed out, all anxious, all anxiety, all worried. I ain't got anything. Can't get it together. Can't put a sentence together. Doors wide open. Doors wide open, wide open. But I'm worried because I, I, I found not Titus my brother. So, so. This is shocking. This is shocking because look what happened. This is shocking. Paul, Paul left. What? The door's open. Y'all ever seen this? This is like, this is like, I don't know if the Lord just put this in my Bible or this is like today. I, I've read this. I, believe me, I've read every stitch of the Bible. I've even, I even read the map. 
and I never, I never caught this. I never caught this. I never, I never, and maybe it's my mindset that, man, if it's an open door, Paul's killing it. He's killing, he's Paul. He's Paul, he's killing it. But no, no, he's all anxious, all anxiety, all stressed out, all worried, no peace in his spirit, and, and he leaves. He walks out on open door. I'm getting close, I think. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. I, I leave, and, and he goes on to Macedonia. I want you to, I want you to think about something just for a minute. He, he's left. He's, this door was open. And here, here's what I know. Here's what I know about that. Just from, I can't read Paul's mind or assume, but I, I know from my heart, and, I know, and you will too, when, when you miss big opportunities, such regret when you know man man oh I, I did that a lot but I had such regret 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 it's a locked door regret I missed it so bad here I missed it so bad down here and I missed this That's what Paul, that's what I feel like I can't really read that into that, but that's just me. I, I feel like when we, and I'll, I'll preach for me right here. I'll preach maybe for me. But when we've missed this moment, matter of fact, some of these moments, they feel so big that they would have probably defined the whole day or the year or the season or maybe ministry or maybe your life or your family. Big moments that you've seen the door. Tell you what, if it if you felt it as big as it probably was, as that probably was, there's so much regret. There's so much regret. There's so much guilt there. There's so much. I can't believe it. I blowed it. What? <laughs> I just blowed it. Sometimes I feel like that. Sometimes I feel like that a lot. More than, more than I want to even remember that I blowed it. And the doors, the doors are locked in fear. But here's what I want you to see. Because I know we all feel that. Y'all ever feel regret because you blowed it? You could have really, I could, boy, I could have made hay right here. Oh, I know, I'm, I'm a fan. Forgive me. Uh, I could have really done good here. messages, I did that in situations, personal, wise, you know what, if you ain't careful, that will lock you up, stop you, or you won't even try again, you won't even do it again, you won't even approach it again, am I preaching that, because of regret, but here's what I want you to see, man, this is so good, just the next verse, the very good Lord. The very next, Paul. Paul wasn't locked behind no door. Even when he knew he he just told us 
It was open. I had no peace in my spirit. I left a wide open door. What? Verse 14. But listen to what he says. But now, I don't hear no regret right here. I just want to say it. There's no regret right here. But now, thanks be unto God. Now. Yeah, that happened. Good God Almighty. Hey, that happened. But now, now, thanks be unto God. Listen, listen. Which always causes us to triumph, to have victory in Christ. Even when you've missed it the day before. Even if you got regret going into the morning. But now, here, here's what Paul's saying. Yeah, I missed that, but God's leading me to the next one. God's leading me into the next. Because I'm going to tell you what, if you quit because you blowed it, you blowed it one time. miss every opportunity that's coming. I guarantee you. You gotta keep you gotta keep this in your heart. Now and if there is anything any prayer or repentance or restitution or whatever, well that's fine. But but now now thanks be to God. Because now He causes us always to triumph in Christ. Here's, here's what I really want to say as I, as I get ready to close with this. is God has more doors. How simple is that? That's what Paul's telling us. God has more doors. More doors. More doors. the old thing, quit crying over spilt milk. Amen. God's got more. He's got more. God has more doors to lead us into victory and triumph. Here's what, here's the long, the short of that long. Here it is. Here it is. Don't go home and beat yourself up. Missed it there, missed it with this, missed it. Hey, because I was a heathen, selfish, and self-centered, I missed the first nine years of my oldest years of life. Missed it totally. Got drunk, running, ripping, don't even remember most of those first nine Pitiful excuse. But I love, I love, God's got more doors. If I'll come out from behind, if you'll come out from behind, regret. That leads to victory. Hey!
Somebody ought to thank God. That leads to victory. So, so don't go home and beat yourself up. No, no, no. Here's what you do. Go home and build your faith. Amen. That's preachy, ain't it? I know. I couldn't help it. I try to always stay away from the preachy stuff. But, man, that was too good. Go home and beat yourself up. Amen. And build your faith. And that's, and that's really what this is about tonight. Uh, who's coming tonight? something lightly and here's here's what I want to do here's here's what I want to ask you and let me tell you let, let me let me read revisit this again I do I, I believe in these powerful opportunities that lie ahead hey I believe in the powerful opportunities that lie ahead I do Sharon and Don powerful opportunities let me, tell, let me tell you what this little, let me tell you what this little couple did tonight they met me early. They didn't want to make a big deal out. They're probably blushing now because they really, they really shy. They don't like the, they don't like the center stage or none of that. You know what they did tonight? They, they come and they met me in my office and, and they redone their vows <laughs> unto God. Come on, somebody. Let's thank him again. Bless him.